chapter 4, the verse 1 to the verse 6. Man of God, can you help me?
If it's not in the will of God for your life and you are going wayward, what is going to happen that they are going to allow you? But anytime you are walking in the will of the Lord, you are going to be frustrated, you are going to be challenged, you are going to face opposition here and there, every point in time. So there may be a time where you think maybe you have come in and you have no talent, you have no problem. But you must you must not feel so comfortable because there is a time coming when a talent will come. Are we okay here? So so long as you are a child of God, whether doing something or not, you will face some level of challenges. Scripture says these people were challenged as they wanted to build the temple of God. They had a vision of building the temple of God and then they were prevented from building it. And when they were prevented, these same people who were supposed to have been helpers said, we're not going to allow you to do it. Is it by force to help me? And I said, I don't need your help. Is it by force to help me? You see, sometimes some people come into our life under the disguise as though they are helpers. But then, behind the scene, they have a different mandate. Some people may come between you and your relationship and say they want to help your, your relationship. But what they are doing there as a betweener is actually to fuel problems in the relationship and yet they will say they are helping you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, did you take betweener? So when you give a word to your betweener to be given to your spouse or someone you wanted to run, what message was given to the person? Did the betweener take the lady or take the guy from you? So I'm just using this as a scenario where people say they are helping us, but yet still they are not actually helping us. What they want to do in that space is to frustrate our works. So once we are moving forward, they are doing everything possible to make sure that we are retrogressing in life. And so such happens even in business. Scripture says when these people wanted to build a temple, they were restrained, they were opposed. And then scripture says again in verse 24 that these people could not build the temple. These people eventually... Zerubbabel and Joshua eventually could not build the temple because they were frustrated by the Samaritans. The Samaritans said, King, if you allow these people, King Darius, if you allow these people to build the temple, to build the city, they are going to be a, 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 a danger or, or a hindrance to the progress of your kingdom. So it is important for you to oppose the building. It is important for you to oppose them rebuilding Jerusalem. And scripture says the king gave a decree that the, the temple would not be built. And verse 24 says that they did not complete the building. Read it for them out of God. Ezra chapter 4, the verse 24. Mm-hmm. Then the work of the house of God. For the last time, please call me the designers. Go on, out of God. Then the work of the house of God mm-hmm. in Jerusalem stopped. So then the work in the house of God in Jerusalem stopped. Now, man of God, you stay there. Scripture again says that leave them. If it is of God, it will be. If it is not of God, it will be not. Are we okay? So many of us think this that say, that again is one foolish statement we go by. Because this thing that Zerubbabel and Joshua were building was the temple of God. It was of God for the temple of, of God to be built in Jerusalem. And yet they were resisted, they were opposed. It is in the will of God for the temple of Jerusalem to be built. Even up to this time, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scripture says in the end time, when the end time is come, when we see the temple in Jerusalem being built, then we know the end has come. Are we okay? So even up to now, the temple of Jerusalem is still not fully being built. Even in Israel right now, it's still not fully being built from that time till now. So, Scripture says, these people, if they be of God, they will succeed. If they be not of God, they are not going to succeed. Does it mean that whatever I am doing which is of God, I should be left alone and I will succeed? Does it mean if my relationship is of God, I'm not going to face any form of opposition? If my marriage is of God and the Lord has said we are meant to be together, does it mean we will never have a divorce? If God said you are going to be rich, does it mean that if you are dead, you are going to be rich and you are not going to be poor in life? Do you know how many people have received a prophecy of being rich and they have never been rich and they died in poverty? Do you know how many people who said they have been liberated from a family problem and they still live in that family problem and they never found freedom? So they said that it is of God. And yet the Samaritans who are not of God were able to resist their works. These people were not Christians. These people were against the Christians. They were against the building of the house of God. They were also against the building of Jerusalem. And scripture says that as these people were against it, though it is the will of the Lord, the house of God was not able to be built. So scripture again says we are the temple of God. There is a place that God wants you to be. But you see, if you do not take actions, you will never be there, even though it is the purpose of God, even though it is in your destiny that you should be great. Your destiny, may, your destiny may say that you are supposed to marry, you are supposed to do A, B, C, D. But if you do nothing about it, you will remain single. Your destiny may say that you are a great person, you are a person that is going to be so magnificent, you are going to have own um, an airline, and yet you will even not be able to own some bicycles. Even though it is in your destiny right now, all of us have our destinies written in the books in heaven. But how many of us are able to work in that destiny? How many of us are able to realize the destiny that God has for us? Many of us are working in a will that is not of God for us. These people were building the temple of God. We may expect that God would have allowed this temple to be built. And it will face no opposition. But rather we saw again that this temple faced opposition. Come on, be with me. Will you say it was fair for the temple of God not to be built? This was not a club being built. This was not a gym being built. This was a house of God that was being built. And yet the house of God was still not being built up to this day. Up to this day. For 2,000 years plus, the house of God is still not being built completely up to this day. It is the house of God. It is for God. Why didn't God step in? Because men had a responsibility to play. And even though they couldn't fulfill this thing or complete the temple of God, according to the Ezra chapter 4, verse 24, the Ezra chapter 5, the verse 1, man of God read it for them. Scripture says, their sons, the son of Zerubbabel and the son of Joshua, rose up and they said, they are going to build this temple. Ezra chapter 5, verse 1. Now the prophet, the guy, and Zachariah's son and grandson of mm-hmm. Edo prophesied mm-hmm. to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem uh-huh. in the days of God mm-hmm. of Israel, God. who was upon them. Mm-hmm. The verse two. Mm-hmm. Then rose up Jerubbabel mm-hmm. and Joshua, mm-hmm. 
and began to build the house of God in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And with them were the prophets of God, Haggai and Zechariah. So the sons of Zerubbabel and Jeshua now wanted to continue the building that their parents could not build. And this time around, they did not only build alone as their parents were building, they took for themselves Haggai and Zechariah the prophets. And they also had an information, a record of a king who has said that this temple must be built. Ah, uh, what am I trying to tell you here? Sometimes whatsoever fought your parent and defeated your parent, that same thing will fight you and try to defeat you where they defeated your parent. So wherever their parents stopped building, that was where they wanted to begin from. And as they were beginning to build, they did not only start building, they went for Zechariah and Haggai the prophet. If you read further, scripture says, and they prospered by the prophesying of Haggai and Zechariah the prophet. Man, but you read that again. If you continue, this, and then the, their enemies came back again and asked them, Who is saying that you should build this temple? Man, but for them, for their sake, please read it for them. Mm -hmm. Okay, who authorized you to build this house and to restore this? Temple? So they are the same enemies that came to their fathers came to them also, their, their sons, and asked them, Who authorized you to build this temple? Mm -hmm. And we told them mm -hmm. like the name of the men who were building this building. And we told them the name of the men who were building this building. But the eyes of the God mm -hmm. was upon the elders of the So the enemy could not make them stop until the matter came to So the eye of their God was upon them now and upon their gods. And now the enemy could not make them stop now. So where their parents were defeated and the parents stopped, they began to continue from where the parents stopped. And the enemy came at them to stop them. But by the God that was with them and by Zachariah and Hagar, they could not stop them. But it did not end there. They went on. One of them continue off. So the enemy could mm -hmm. not make them mm -hmm. stop mm -hmm. until the matter came to Darius. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And an answer was written by letter concerning it. Mm -hmm. This is a copy of the letter. Mm -hmm. Well, you know the paraphrase for them for their statement paraphrase. You see, if your parents were fought maritally and your parents failed at a particular point in marriage, that same problem will come to you and it will try to fight you and defeat your marriage as well. The same enemies that defeated Zerubbabel and Joshua came to their sons, Zerubbabel's son and Joshua's son. The same enemy that fought your parents' finance. That some of your parents' classmates are rich, but your parents are not rich. The same enemy will equally come to you and fight you. So they may have fought your father at 24. And maybe at 24, you think you are having some coins here and there. You are maybe chopping some 2K here and there every month, so you are okay. Then, lo and behold, 26, they hit you. They hit you with unemployment. And every time you go for a job, you are not being picked. They said, I will call you back. You try some business, it will still not work out. Everything you do, it will still not work out. Why? Because the enemy that fought your parents are equally fighting after you. Don't ever think that whatever your parents went through, you will never go through it. So don't think that your parents have failed in life one way or the other. Because where, they, where you think they have failed, that same enemy will come at you. But what is going to make you defeat this enemy? 
Look at your life and look at the life of your parents. You can just oppose some things one way or the other. Look at it. Go into yourself. Either your father or your mother, go into yourself. Sometimes, even if it is not you, it may be your siblings. Check it. Check even your temperament and check your parents' temperament. Check even your temperament and check your siblings' temperament. Check some things going on in the family and check your life or check your siblings' life. And you will see that the enemy that tried to defeat your parent is also trying to defeat you or trying to defeat a sibling in the house. But if you do not rise up and do things differently than your father or your mother did, you will equally be defeated. Are you here with me? Because the same enemy that came to Zerubbabel and Joshua did not die. They lived. And they also went after their sons. What is coming after you? Could it be it is a battle that started some time ago that you were not even born? And yet you are living as though there is no battle before you. You are living as though everything is okay. Deceiving yourself on social media that everything is okay. Some of you, if you wake up and you don't even look at someone's status, you are not okay. Yet when you don't pray, you are okay. You can tell yourself, okay, a boy, maybe 10 now, make what make what but you are on social media, with a on Instagram, you show me a make you, then you, by then you realize you're always on TikTok. By then you realize you're always on Facebook. And you are spending so much time on social media, and social media is never solving the problem for you. And that problem or that thing that defeated your father or defeated your mother is coming after you. And we are okay. Some of us are okay with defeat. Some of us, we, 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 have, we, we have become so used to failure that we are okay with failure. But should it be so? You know, there was a video that was going around. And when a lady was asking, was being asked a question about her BEC, she said, what, affirmative. And they asked her, what do you even think about your result here and there? And she said, what, in our family, we don't fail. So in other words, her mind is being psyched up. So even though maybe she is not intelligent in the family, so long as the other siblings are intelligent and they have passed, she has that mentality in her mind that in the family they don't fail. So whatsoever she would do to make sure that she passes, she would do it to pass. Even though she doesn't, she doesn't know that she's written well, she is confident that in the family we don't. Not that I have written well. So in the family we don't fail. But you in your family, do you fail? Look at what is the confidence. And you go rap for Ramona and call yourself. Maybe normal. But then if in the family our we are called here, who dare say it will be a shame. But say, you are just like the people. You just like your siblings whose marriage have destroyed. But if the marriage inside in the family is good, no one's soul is being destroyed. And by telling you you come that your marriage is being destroyed, you will know it is a shame. So you know how to keep your home. Am I okay with you? Are we here together? What is your mentality that you are living life with? Are you okay to fail? Or in your family you don't fail? Whatever defeated your parents shouldn't defeat you. Whatever defeated your siblings shouldn't defeat you. If it is academics, if it is finance, if it is health, if it is business, if it is spirituality, it should not defeat you. In the family, no one goes to church. No one believes in God. Every, every Sunday, they are all at home and they are jamming. 
They are watching some cartoon. They are watching some Indian film on Sunday. And so it is normal for everyone to stay home because father and mother and siblings are home. So we too, if we stay home, it is normal. Are we okay? So in our family, we don't go to church. Uh, may I not be church boy? May I not be church girl? If you be party, call me. If you be, if you be prayers, maybe not call me. So you may be outside and we say, come for a show, come and listen to the word of God. Oh, fashion show, very soon, I'm in So we have a showcase, man, you're come. Whatever defeated our parents may also gravitate towards us to defeat us. But how sure are we that we are going to win this battle? How sure are we that we are going to overcome the enemy at the gate of our, of our house? Of our family, of our finance. How sure are we that what defeated our parents is not going to defeat us? How sure are we that what defeated our siblings is not going to defeat us? For instance, myself, father died at the age of five, mother died at the age of ten. Every male in the family of my paternal side are dying very young at a particular age. <laughs> uh, so he looked as though it was normal until a time I said it's not going to be so. Then my uncles and my aunties began to fear death. At a particular point, there were attacks that were coming upon my uncle. There were attacks coming upon my sister, um, my, my auntie, at that same age when that my father and my uncle died. And they were beginning to fear. My uncle was working on a story building and he fell down from the story building. <laughs> ah, I can't say some things. The attacks began to come. Things began to come. And they knew that they needed to do something. They were praying, I'm also praying. I saw certain seeds. Now they have crossed that age. They have earned that they would have gone. <laughs> and we too, we are growing. We are coming. We will cross it. What about you? You may think these things are not. See, sometimes you don't have to go to. It doesn't mean that someone has to do you something fresh. Oh. Sometimes it's not something fresh. Oh. And you don't bring that at time until our yourself. Sometimes it is something that has been dead long ago. And anyone in that bloodline will go through it. So I could have been a rascal as an orphan at the age of 10, 5 and 10 years. I could have been a rascal. But one day a man took me in a car and he said, That's one. You can never use the death of your parents as an excuse to fail. That day he changed my mentality. My CEO, Mr. Kojo Odami of Ghana Tourism Development Company. He took me from action in his V8 speed. And he began to show me how good it is to be rich. <laughs> ah. He began to show me things. Began to ask me questions about my course that I'm doing. How is it going to benefit me in future? Even after that, he made sure that I did my national service in his company. That's that only statement he asked me, and he told me that I should not use my parents' death as an excuse to fail. I stood on my knees, and I began to make certain declarations, and I decided that I'm not going to drop out from school, even though there was school fees that are going to be sat here and there. I learned every now and then, and God will make a miracle 
to come. The school fees will be paid. By the time exams come, I'm also ready to write exams. You see, I am preparing. The offer did not fail. Now, as an offer, I'm a father of me. I thought you grabbed your hands for Jesus. Because I did not stop where my parents stopped. I did not allow that tag of being an orphan make me feel. So you may tell yourself you are also an orphan, and so no one can help you. Hey, no one came to help anyone on this earth. If you don't help yourself, no one will help you. If you don't make a step, no one will help you. So it is important that that business that you are doing, that you think is not yielding profit right now, that you think nothing is coming out of that business, you must not stop, you must keep at it. Because when I was being sacked for fees, I still kept learning. I asked my friends what they were studying, the syllabus, and I kept learning. So anytime the school fees is being paid, I am ready to write exams and I will not fail. This is where I went to school and they can all attest to it. I never failed. I'm part of the top five students in my class. They can tell you. But I was, I was studying at home while they were in class and I was still passing them. Some of you would have given up. You might have stopped school. Some of you might have given up that you not even date again because you dated and they are breaking your heart. Some of you have given up. You've even made a declaration, me, I'll not marry anymore. And the spirit took it and had it. And they are working with it. Because of one heartbreak, you say you're not going to marry anymore. And so now that you feel that you are falling in love and you want to marry, the guy will begin to work some way. Or if it's the opposite side, the lady will begin to behave some way. And the marriage will not happen. But because you have spoken some words some years ago. And you will now be praying and be breaking something. It will never work because that word you have already forgotten, but it is still working on your behalf. So someone's business is not going well. You also started your own, it's not going well. So you are stopping. I said, business doesn't mean you're not Then you said another one, Shimbabu. Then you, you are there. And as a result of that, because of your own words, that same business, someone else might do it and get profit. But because of your words, you keep doing that same thing over and over again, and you will never get profit. And that is why I say that no matter whatever you are going to, no matter the negativity right now, confess the opposite. If it's not going well, say it is going well. Because it is what you say that becomes for you. It may not be working out currently, but the more you say the positive things, the more it happens for you. Hallelujah. Amen. These sons were prevented by the Samaritans, that same enemy that affected their parent. But scripture says, these people took for themselves the Rubabel, and so, sorry, Zachariah and Hegai the prophet. And they also knew the books. They said it is in the records that King Darius the first has said that the temple should be built. So their enemies went to check the books, the records, to see if it is true that the king had made a decree that the temple will be built. When they checked, verse 13 going, it is true that the temple must be built as according to the decree of the king. So their parents did not know much about what has been said about them. They don't know what has been written in the books. But when the children came, they learned of what has happened to their parents. And they knew what must be done. So they knew in the records we must build. It means that you cannot go through your life ignorantly. You cannot allow what defeated your parents defeat you ignorantly. You must, you must, 
You, you must face that challenge with wisdom. You must face that financial thing with wisdom. You must face that relationship, that marriage with wisdom. And then you don't only face it with wisdom, you take spiritual people by you. Even Moses, when he was waging war against the enemy, he took before them two men. And he lifted up his hands and they were holding his hands. Anytime his hands were getting weak, the people were holding it up. Sometimes you may be weak, sometimes you may be going down. But you need spiritual people that will tell you, get out from where you are. Don't stay there. Don't get weak. Don't get frustrated. Even though you have been opposed, keep pressing on and you will become great. Don't be there and say, I have no friends. That's stupidity. You can't live a life and say you have no friends. You must have friends. Spiritual friends. Friends that are positive in energy. Not friends that are negative in energy. Because there are some friends that when you go to them and you have a problem, they will even be crying for you. They will even be telling you their own problem too. But there are some friends when you go to them about your problem, they will encourage you. They may be going through something, but they will put their own aside and they will begin to encourage you. Anytime you come to me about your problem, don't think I don't have a problem. I have a problem too. But I put my own aside, focus on your own, and the Lord does it for you. Are you here? That is the positive energy. That is the positive energy. Don't think a friend that you go to, whom you cry to, is also crying with you, is the best friend. No. That is not the best friend. The friend that cries with you is not the best friend. The friend that helps you to stop crying is the best friend. Get it right. But some of you have tended. He didn't understand me. She didn't understand me. She didn't even listen to me. Is it about being listening to or getting solutions? Hmm. I know back therapy, you need some form of listening. You need some people to listen to you. But every time, listening doesn't work. How many times have you spoken to them for them to listen to you? How many times have they listened to you? How have become? How has the problem become? Let me conclude by this. Scripture says, that the sons of Zerubbabel and Jeshua said, it is written in the books that the temple must be built according to the king, the first king, Dairos. It is written in the books. In heaven, currently, there are books in heaven, not only the book of life. There are diverse books in heaven that contains your name or has your name on it, that has your destiny written upon it that you will even be here today. There are books in heaven containing your life histories and there are books in heaven containing what you are doing and what you will do are we okay there are books in heaven like that but the question again is are we living according to what is written of us in the books in heaven or we are just living our life normal without even knowing what is written of us in heaven jesus says in the book of hebrews chapter 10 verse 7 that i have come to fulfill the will of my father according to us it is written of me in the volumes of the books so whatever Jesus was coming to do on earth was according to what was written of him in heaven. What you are doing now, is it what is written of you? Or what someone has written of you from a family? Is it what has been written of you from a, 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 a friend? Or a mother or a brother? Or what has been written of you in the books of heaven? What life are you living? The business you are doing, the marriage you've entered, the relationship you are in, is it what is written of you? Or a life that someone has written of you? Scripture says that the horns has been lifted and the horn defeated Jerusalem. The horn defeated Israel and the horn defeated Judah. 
When he defeated Jerusalem, he didn't end there. He defeated Israel and defeated Judah. Sometimes he can defeat you. He can defeat your child. He can defeat your grandchild. But you must stop it. What is written of you? What is written of you? Even though there is a destiny written of you, you will still face opposition to make sure you don't accomplish that destiny. Don't die in that problem. Don't die in that poverty. Don't die in that challenge. Do some business. Get up. There is unemployment, but people are enjoying in this country. If you don't have money, go to East Lagos. Just go and walk around. Wait. Not to. And this is not ever will rare more. For you to open your eyes and see there is money in this country for you to also get money. Eh? You think you can enter school? Enter into the universities around. Walk around. And tell yourself, I am entering this school. Make proclamations. Keep going there. Make proclamations. And then buy the forms. And apply. By those decrees, you will get it. Enter East Lagos and look at the buildings. Look at the cars people are driving. And tell yourself, I will also make money. I will also get these cars. Just to boost the work of God in the kingdom. Tell yourself. But you see, you are in your corner, put in the dinner. No taxi. That's and so it, it is making your sight, your vision myopic. You're not even thinking of a car. You're, you're not even thinking about how you can even get a car because you, you're, you're thinking it's myopic by the environment you find yourself. Sometimes get out of those environments, go and walk around and say, I'll also get here. I'll also be here. And begin to put things in place that will make you be there. Because if it says with your mouth, it will never happen. Put things in place. Put things, tell someone, put things in place. We must put things in place. What is it? Broaden your horizon. That's what some of you have to travel. Eh? We cry. I cry. This year, in Uncle Western Region, cry. No, sometimes take a road trip. Take a road trip. Move around town. Eh? Your friend has a car. You've not even tried to even say, let me even learn how to drive. Why are you there? See, sometimes talk to your friends. Let me, let, let me learn how to drive. The moment you begin to learn how to drive, what happens is that when you are there, you see people drive, you, be, you become happy, you want to drive more. It is a drive that will make you get money to buy a car for yourself. Because you can't always become your friend for a car. So you want to get a car for yourself. You begin to work. See, there are things that will push you. But if you don't make yourself available for those things, how will you be pushed? What defeated your parents also defeat you. Your father, your mother has never driven a car before. Who still think about that for four car? No one can say that my mom, my mom, push it here again. Who be here without some like this car? Who the other side is not passenger seat, front seat? Now it's now. Now it's now. Snap to it. We must only drive the driver's side. No. These are things that we need to open our minds to learn. Some, you see, one thing about cars is that when you start learning how to drive a car, man, every time you want to drive. Every time. And that drive should move you into trying to get a car for yourself. People are building and saying, before you see that you're in, 
Around your area, there are some stickers, some flyers, lands for sale, numbers are there. You are not even bothered to go and ask the price because you think you can buy it. Take the number and call. Money shake you, Kakra. Money shake you. And know that you are supposed to work harder. Maybe you are you are in chamber or you are in a single room, you are in a two bedroom or three bedroom. No one will say, oh, yeah, you post that for six bedroom house for rent in a particular area. Eh? For number, not a friend. So okay, I'm taking my budget and I want to know how much your building is going for if it's within my range. Alright. So how much is it going for? No, maybe I can say four hundred thousand dollars. Well, hey, Munyamashu. So four hundred thousand dollars. And then I was okay. Oh, my budget is around three fifty. I'm missing negotiable, so I can do three, three years. Okay, don't worry. Um, do, 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 do you have an office or what can I meet you? So okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. And no, no, no. <laughs> and build it. There was a time I was looking for a place to rent, and a guy was telling me he has a land around Firestone to sell, and he's telling me it's four thousand dollars. I was like, nah, a, a, a land around Firestone cannot be sold for four thousand dollars. He said, oh, someone has given you to me for me to sell that now. He said, Mini, me, 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 fan boomy. Only my papa told me, I was saying, yeah, four, four, four thousand dollars, fast one half. Now, me, didn't cry, I don't want to laugh. Then I said, you should, should give me the boss's number. When I called, it's around four fifty thousand dollars. He said, we need into a new dollars to move home. To say four thousand dollars. We say, that's how some of us are. Some of you don't even know the, the dollar rate. Now, you must do a new cost. Now you don't even know the dollar rate right now. See, broaden your horizon, broaden your mind, and live beyond the space that your family has created for you. The things are defeating you even in your mind. Your parents' mind was defeated. You also, your mind is being defeated and you have no clue about it. So, when would you have a for you? And you for you. And dress in the democratic dress, you will be skinny. Because what that will not say, you will be skinny. Sometimes to dress good is not about money. Eh? As a bit of a guy, a sentence. A sentence. Can we please be upstanding?